Every Wednesday morning, right about now, it's time for My Little Town, brought to you by St. Luke's University Health Network. Every Wednesday, I thank President Seipel and everybody over there for sponsoring this portion of the program. Catherine Euler is the founder of the Pocono Wildlife Rehabilitation and Education Center. She's still the director of educational programming for the center, I believe. She is a former ecology and wildlife teacher at Stroudsburg High School and is clearly a lover of the outdoors. So I've invited Catherine on the show this morning to find out more about her background and what she does and what, she, and what the Pocono Wildlife Rehabilitation and Education Center is all about. Good morning, Catherine. Good morning, Gary. Now, do you, are you still with the, you're still with the center, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Where were you originally from? Originally from Bucks County. I uh, graduated from Neshaminy High School and moved to the Pokes. Uh-huh. The Pokes. Why did you move to the Pokes? Um, we had a, a childhood home here for summers. And I went to ESU, graduate and undergraduate class school, and I, I love the Poconos. Um, and I've watched it actually get better in the last 10 years than I ever remember seeing it. What did your parents do for a living? Um, mom was an English teacher. Dad was a psychologist. How did you develop a love for the outdoors? Not because of where I grew up, because I grew <laughs> up in the suburbs. Uh, my parents sent me to summer camp down on the eastern shore of the Maryland, which oh. is now one of the best outdoor schools in the country. And so I grew up on the on the Chesapeake Bay for eight weeks every summer. Did you fish there, or did you? I uh, did everything. Yeah. How, how did you start? To tell me when and why you started the Pocono Wildlife Center. Okay. Well, I was at ESU, um, and I was there at a great time. We were reintroducing ospreys and lots of really good wildlife work. And I started volunteering at wildlife centers, and then I served an internship at a wildlife rehab center. Loved it so much that before I even graduated from college, I got my my federal license. And, and how is the center funded these days? The center is funded solely by donations. Um, so we um, we're in fact, right now, because there's more new people on board and the new directors and they're expanding and doing wonderful new things to bring the center into the 21st century. Um, we want to include the community on a lot more ways than just making a simple donation. So give me an overview of everything the center does. Okay. Um, well, we have, we have a three-pronged mission. That'll make it easier. The first one is obviously humane professional care for wildlife. And we're the only center that takes care of every single species native to Pennsylvania in a nine-county area. So we're, we're big. It's a lot of work to get licensed. It costs a lot of money. Um, there isn't any, at this point, fed, state or federal funding for that. Right. Um, the second thing is we keep people safe. Um, without a wildlife center, people would try and take care of things themselves um, we have pictures of a fox being stuck in somebody's grill in their car. We don't have animal control in Monroe County. They're saving sixty, seventy thousand dollars a year by not having it. We provide those services. Um, and thirdly, education, because without that, nothing gets better. We have the most urban population in the most rural area in the entire country. Right. right. So people need information. They need references and resources that we provide at no cost. Now, do people bring in wounded animals to the center? Is they, that how they it works? Do. Or do they tell you where there's a... It depends on what it is. Um, most of the time, people bring them into the center. But if it's a dangerous kind of animal, um, we will have one of our volunteers go out and um, that are trained to, to get the animal to us. Catherine, let me ask you this. Are there any species that are more abundant in the Poconos than in other regions of the country? I think deer are the answer to that one. A lot of, a lot of white uh, We have right? a lot of deer and a lot of bears. 
And we're the only bear cub center in the entire state. Ever see a moose around here? Oh, God, I wish. <laughs> Are you a hiker? You I hike? am. I like, I like to hike. Are you a hunter? I'm not, but I'm not anti-hunting. I, good, good sportsmen bring us more animals than, than other people do. Are you a vegetarian? I am not. In fact, I'll, I eat any game you give me. I just don't, <laughs> I just don't hunt. Have you ever been attacked by a wild animal? I, I got to ask you this. Actually, no. Um, I've been bitten. I've been scratched, but only because I wasn't paying attention to what I was doing at the time. Gotcha. Now, the center includes a bear cub rehab center. Tell me about that. Okay. Well, we are, um, the Game Commission has allowed us to be the sole caretakers of orphaned and injured bear cubs in Pennsylvania. So they they bring them to us. They're not allowed to come from the from the public. Uh, we care for them, and it's a very remote situation. We're only one caretaker, and that's right now, that's the new director, Susan Downing, who one person goes in, there's even a one-way glass so we can monitor them without them knowing we're there because the last thing we want is a habituated bear cub. And the Game Commission actually takes them and releases them out in the middle of the state. You don't want a habituated bear cub. Right. It's, it's, I don't want a bear cub who's not afraid of people. Who's not? Oh, gotcha. Right. All right. That's habituated. <laughs> because people feed them, yeah. like by hand. <laughs> I, I lived in northern New Jersey for a while. It's bear country over there. It is. With a part of the landscape. Yeah. You know, and uh, they're more scared of us than we are them, aren't Except they? Except for the ones that people are hand feeding. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, the center has a facility on Cherry Drive in yes. Stroudsburg. What goes on over there? Okay, well, basically it's a hospital for wildlife. Um, the new directors have included things like an x-ray machine and we're getting diagnostic testing um, because there are a lot of diseases coming up that can affect people that are like big time stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, you can get bird flu, uh, deer can get COVID. I mean, it's, there's the interface between wildlife and people. This is now not the little old lady down the road who takes care of wildlife. This is a serious <laughs> kind of thing for something that's not state funded. Talking to Catherine Euler this morning, the founder of the Pocono Wildlife Rehabilitation and Education Center. Are public zoos a good thing for the public? They, they are if they have a very strong educational component because many people never see wildlife. So they don't have, right. they don't have, get a contact. They need to have an emotional connection to wildlife to care about it. Have you been to the Bronx Zoo? That's one of my favorite zoos. I, I know some of the people that work there. Is it well run? It is one of the 10 best zoos in the country. What sort of pets do you own, Catherine? I rescue German shepherds. <laughs> so you have a few German shepherds, a few shepherds now? I am only or? allowed to have one pet where I live now. Okay. And you told me where you live. Is that right? Yeah. That, that's a little restricted for you, I would imagine. It is, it is, but it is a beautiful place to live, and I can now be, be a townie after being a country <laughs> Do you have open house events at the center? We have not only, well, we took a, a pause on that while we were transitioning to the new directors, but we have had meet and greets, and we do tours by appointment now. Gotcha. How come you're not the director anymore? Why did you give that up? 40-some um, years. I'm tired. Um, we needed fresh blood and fresh energy, and Janine and Susan provide that. They also are trained. She's a vet tech. Janine's a vet tech. Um, it just, I'm tired. It, and it was way too much for one person to run. It's a big organization now. We're one of the biggest wildlife centers in the state. Uh -huh. 
Are you fully retired now, or are you looking for a no, little side I, gig? Or what? I am looking for some side gigs, um, and I have several ideas in mind. And if anybody has any ideas that where they'd like me, please do contact me. I like to feel wanted. <laughs> but um, I do. I'm still working with the with the wildlife center because I I cherish it and I want to help them. But I also sub at, at Stroudsburg High School because I still love my teenagers. I, I <laughs> adolescents are my gig. <laughs> what sort of educational programs does the center op- offer? Do they go into schools? And, uh, we do. Like um, we are. We do presentations that are curriculum based and standards based, um, and general public programs. Um, we do programs called Amazing Animal Adaptations. We have an Owls of Pennsylvania program. We just did a really amazing raptor program at the. Uh, the Cherry Valley National Wildlife Refuge. There were cars going down the driveway and out into the road. It was just people want to see local wildlife, and mm-hmm. we are the only local wildlife place, including zoos, in the area. Are there career opportunities at the Wildlife Center, or is it mostly volunteer it's work most, over there? Mostly, it is volunteer-based organization. Then we don't have anywhere near enough money to pay, yeah. you know. So you must really rely on volunteer donations to keep the center moving. We do, and right now I am starting to look at um, we once in a while, one of the um, businesses downtown holds a fundraiser for us. Okay, um, we were, are looking for, you know, business sponsors, corporate sponsors, um, to to help so that we can have a base where we can pay at least the directors and a few key people because three thousand animals a year is busy. <laughs> Catherine Euler, the fascinating Catherine Euler, my special <laughs> guest this morning with the Pocono Wildlife Rehabilitation and Education Center. Going to take a quick break and come back. Campus at sluhn.org. And my guest this morning is Catherine Euler, the founder of the Pocono Wildlife Rehabilitation and Education Center. And this is My Little Town, brought to you by St. Luke's University Health Network. They're online with a great website, too, at sluhn.org. Catherine, when you want to go on a nature walk in the Pocono area, Where do you go? I don't want to give away my spots. Yes, you have to. Okay, well, I've always loved Hidden Lake. Okay. Um, I love, you know, that's one of the things I remember I was telling you that I think the Poconos has gotten better. Yeah. All these little pocket parks. uh, Hickory Valley Road is now like along the creek. There's creek frontage to walk by the public. It hasn't been snapped up. It hasn't been, you know, I, I think that there's a lot of, you know, you just go on all trails and there's so many places locally to walk. Where else um, do you go? Do you, you go up to Big Pocono? You go up I, to the mountain there? I haven't been to Big Pocono in a long time. Uh, we used to go out to Deep Lake with ecology students. But um, the circle around Toby Hanna State Park is very nice. Uh, I, prom, I, I you know, check that out. Oh, that's, you, it's like a five-mile loop, and, uh-huh. and it's all flat, and it's easy to walk. And, you know, it's all around the lake, and you get to see Pocono wetlands and all the ecological, you know, um, areas that are – that you go through when you walk around. Can I ride my bike over there? Is it that you, I have ridden that on a bike. Where do you walk the German Shepherd? My German Shepherd's 13 now, but <laughs> we, we used to walk everywhere. I love the Delaware Water Gap National Recreation sure, Area. Sure. Love it. So it's a good place. Where, tell my listeners where else they can go for great nature walks in the Pocono area. Is there any place else you could suggest? Because you know it better than anybody. No, I, I don't. Oh, um, come on. You know who does? Who? Broadhead Watershed Association. They do they do hikes that are easy for anybody. They announce them, become a member, or at least get in touch with them. They have two books booklets out for free on on hiking the Poconos, and they're mostly in, in Monroe County. And you know they know more than I do. I, I'm not the the I don't know everything. So I I draw from the community around me that is so wonderful. Are there bald eagles in the Poconos? Oh yeah. 
A lottery. That's, how, that's actually how I got my nickname, Roadkill. Because there weren't bald eagles in the Poconos <laughs> when I started college, and now there are. And we were re, they were reintroduced following the template of the Osprey reintroduction that ESU did. So we wouldn't have them if it weren't huh. for that, that, that research and work we did. But I used to take dead deer out on the ice on the Delaware back when there was ice on the Delaware to, for the wintering bald eagles from New York State to, so people could study them and such. And that was part of that program. You would get the dead deer? Well, the reason why it's called Roadkill is I had a, a little Volkswagen Beetle, okay. the old kind with the trunk in the front. Right. You can't fit a deer in there. <laughs> so I would, I'd pick up a deer on my way to school, and the legs would be sticking out both sides of the trunk, and it'd be tied down and, well, you know. This bear cub rehabilitation that you do. <laughs> How do you rehabilitate a bear cub? Do you, I mean, do you put casts on the paws? Or what do well, you got to do there? Yeah, we, we have cooperating vets, and we, it's not any different from working with a coyote or a fox. Um, they don't, aren't vicious. They don't attack. The biggest thing you have to worry about is making sure they don't, that they keep, they keep fearing you. The, the bears don't attack you when you're trying to help them out? Most big animals don't. They is back right? into a corner. Huh. Do parrots really speak human words, Catherine? They do. But I will tell you what animal can does attack people. What's that? Squirrels. Is that terrifying. Right? Adult squirrels are terrifying to work with. Stingrays too, right? I don't work with those. I don't want to get but yeah. With a stingray. Uh, that's, that, what, that's what killed uh, yeah, what's his name? Steve Irwin, yes. Yeah. Right. Do you do a lot of traveling? Um, I have not, and that was one of the reasons I gave up the directorship is my husband and I took our, a first trip in a very long time. We took a train trip across the country. Wow, cool. Um, but we that was the one thing I gave up to run the Wildlife Center is it was seven days a week, 650 day, you know, 600, 365 days a year for 40 years. So we haven't had very many trips. You took a train trip coast to coast? Well, we went out west and we went to see three national parks. Oh. I will go back to Glacier. Um, so it's nice to travel. Have you seen the Grand Canyon? Yep. Have you been to Yosemite? Didn't like Yosemite. Why is that? Too many people standing with their back to the scenery taking selfies. <laughs> it's not my scene. <laughs> What's the most amazing thing you've seen in nature, and where was it? Um, I, I don't know that I could call this in nature. When you're sitting in that one-way glass room, in the bear cub enclosure, and you've had a long day. And just before sunset, you, you grab a beer, and you go up, and you sit in there, and you watch them play. Huh. And they have no idea you're there, and you get to see what you would never get to see in the wild. It is just exceptional. Were they playing checkers, or what's going on? They're playing king of the mountain. <laughs> They're tussling. I mean, it, who, gets to, who gets to see that? Yeah. I released a peregrine falcon. Um, I've released a lot of animals, but this one was a, a very carefully planned out thing. Um, the pe peregrine falcon people guided me to using a cliff to release instead of a city because they do and live in cities. Oh, is that a good or a bad idea? It was a great idea. Um, I garnered some friends to find me a good spot that I didn't have to clamber up a, a, a mountain to, to get to with a peregrine falcon and my, you know, <laughs> carrying a peregrine falcon. And when that bird released, it went so high you couldn't even see it anymore. So it was a good release. And then I found out the next year that there was, a, there was another falcon, and they nest on that, on that cliff now. And so we reintroduced a new population into a historic population area. Are there any animals you can't stand? <laughs> i got to ask you that. 
Um, Maybe squirrels drive you up the wall? Well, it's just, you know, when you're dealing with 200 squirrels a year, it, it does get old. Um, some things don't get old, but that, you know, I, I, I love watching volunteers feeding baby squirrels now, but I don't feel the need to do it. Okay. Um, there aren't any animals that I hate that have backbones. I don't like ticks. <laughs> I don't like yellow jackets. I don't like mosquitoes. But no, I, I, I pretty much love all wildlife. And you still teach, right? Once in a while, substitute teaching. Well, that and I do the, the I do the live wildlife presentations for the center. You sound like you got a great book inside you. You should write a book. I'm going to work on that. You got an idea for that? I do, but I'm not telling you what it is. <laughs> Don't bait me. <laughs> All right, here's my last question. You ready for this one? Mm-hmm. I saw a picture of you wearing a Jubilee restaurant T-shirt. And maybe it was a sweatshirt. It was a sweatshirt. And I, I still want to have know it. if you try the shakshuka over there. What, what, what do you think of it? Try the what? The shakshuka. Have you had that for, for I, breakfast? I've, it's the, it's I, the tomato with feta cheese and eggs. I love feta cheese. And I've never seen it on the menu anywhere except for the jubilee. And it is absolutely delicious. Have I you, have, love the jube. I go up there because we have a donation can there, and it <laughs> brings me up there at least once a month to, to, to eat. I love the jube. Yeah. I don't go up the mountain off often, to be honest with you. Right. Um, I won't go into why. But I do love the jube. Why don't you go? You don't go up the mountain. Why not? Come on. Um, I don't. Um, Too many I tourists? lived up. No, I lived up there. Um, right. My center was in Tobihanna before it moved to this to the center, and I just have some very bad memories. We were right. not happy about moving, and it was. Okay. Well, let me suggest the shakshuka. All right, it I is, will be going I, up again soon. I have never seen it on any other menu besides the jubilee, and they do a great job over there. They do. Well, look, you really should write this book. I think you got a book inside. I think you're fascinating. Thanks. And very, very interesting. And I thank you for coming on this morning. Thanks for having me. Uh, it, can people go to the website for uh, the Pocono Wildlife Rehabilitation Center if they'd like to make a donation and find out more about it? What should they Absolutely. do? Absolutely. And if any businesses are interested in partnering with us for events or anything like that, have any ideas, call the center, call me, get in touch with us. We're we're. We're happy to have you. And you're looking for a media gig, right, to do a little TV or radio. <laughs> I am looking for a little media gig. Catherine Euler, U-H-L-E-R, my fascinating guest this morning here on My Little Town. Thank you so much, Catherine.